This is Fearless Beauties, a podcast dedicated to voices of color in the beauty industry. We are talking to estheticians, skincare professionals, and beauty industry owners on tactical career tips, professional skill development, and ultimately how we can create a better beauty industry together. As we enter our fourth season, we dedicate our episodes to the skincare professionals who are focused on mindset mastery and building community for all. Welcome back to the Fearless Beauties podcast. On season four, we are teaming up with the Barrier Queen to uncover a mindset mastery challenge, where we will be discussing inclusivity with industry experts and how to gain confidence, foster personal growth, and shift your mindset. I am your host, Alina Velez. I'm your co-host, Nichelle Mosley. We're going to be doing and learning from diverse role models today. We're inviting a special guest. Valerie is in the building. She is going to be helping us just really understand how inclusivity has played such a huge role in her journey and really her business. And she's had this mindset, I would say, like as an innovator in our industry. Um, She's really been someone at the forefront who has put together such an invaluable resource for estheticians. And this is something that you've really founded since 2013. So Valerie, can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, what the Professional Black Esthetician Group is and, you know, how you first, you know, started on your journey? Well, I started aesthetics back in 2002. Okay, okay. And I had acne. I had acne from a teenager up until, I don't know, in my 30s. So literally, it took me going to an esthetician. She was from Honduras down in Virginia Beach to clear up my skin. So I talked about her so much. I wanted to be an esthetician. I sent so many customers to her. It was it was unbelievable. So fast forward. Uh, the reason why I started the esthetician, I mean, the uh, professional black esthetician group in 2013 is because I had another group called the Esthetician Circle. And it was a variety of all nationalities, all ethnicities. And that group was growing, I mean, triple times quicker than the group that I am now, that I have now. However, it was a lot of conflict. It was a lot of arguing. It was a lot of um, just being disrespectful to other people. So I literally archived the group and I focused on the professional Black esthetician group. And primarily, I wanted it to be a safe space for us to communicate about whatever concerns uh, conditions or anything that we were going through in the industry or things that we needed to learn. So since I've started the group, it's constantly evolving, it's constantly changing. And in the mindset that I'm in right now, my objective is to provide leads and resources for estheticians that need help to grow their business if they have questions, concerns. And it's not even necessarily just estheticians. It could be, you know, skincare providers, manufacturers, massage therapists, just beauty professionals in general. My objective for 2024 is to go more into trying to provide grants for professional estheticians. So like I said, it's always evolving. But for the most part, I love my group. I love my partners. I have partners, which Michelle is a partner. And then I have members. So the partners, in my mind, are resources for the other estheticians that need help. Like if they need to take a class, um, go to an event, if they need specific help. They can each each partner has their own lane and they can help them. 
So that's where the group is today. Absolutely love it. So thank you for giving, you know, like that really comprehensive background on what you do and how you do it in the industry. You know, for someone who has been in our industry for so long and really, you know, you just have all of so many different you know, aspects to really back up your expertise. And, you know, the fact that we get to be a part of your your program and I get to be a partner of yours, you know, like that just really is something that I I value. And, you know, being able to be that resource for estheticians that are in the group or people who are just needing like, you know, a, a person who's genuinely in your corner to, mm -hmm. you know, give you the right information, to point you in the right direction. Trust me, that is really invaluable. Um, because there's, like Valerie said, you know, with the group that she previously had, there's, you know, there's some people that are, you know, not always looking out for your best interests in these internet streets. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. So, yeah. you know, it's it's really important to find the people that are, you know, aligned with your, with your vision, with your core values. And they also, and that also matches up with their, with the way that they move through the world. Right. So like, it also like, not, you're not just saying the things, but it's also showing up with your actions. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you find those people and you're able to, you know, cultivate that community, it's, it's invaluable. So please utilize her as a resource. I can speak to being someone who has benefited so much um, from her leadership. And um, I really, really appreciate you. So I think that this would be such a great thing for um, other audience members to, you know, just take advantage of and learn from when it comes to, you know, what Valerie has contributed and continues to contribute. Just the community, right? Yes. Like, yes. You can do it by yourself, right? But it you can go so much farther with community. And, you know, when, when tough times hit, it's like you've got you've got some cushion there to to support you. And another thing too, like with my group, like I know with other groups out there, I'm happy that it's small. It's intimate. It's not um like me and Nichelle say, oh, I'm coming outside. I'm going to be outside, but it's not about me, Ryan. It's not about you hearing me every day, all day. I post in my group five times a day. I give them business tips on social media. My partners, I try to talk to once a month to give them at least three strategies they could work on to grow their business, or they'll contact me if they have a concern. So I love my group. I love my partners. I don't feel like everything has to be transaction, like monetary transaction. I love giving back to them. And I love the fact that they pour into other people too. I love it. I think that that is definitely reflected in how, you know, the, the people are, because we have definitely cultivated something that I think, you know, people feel the love, they feel safe and they feel able to, you know, ask and answer all different types of questions and really utilize it as a resource. So, you know, being a role model and someone who, you know, is able to like really help the next generation of estheticians. I think that that also is, you know, a part of what your individual journey has been. So, you know, just fostering that balance between personal growth and advocacy for others. That's one thing that I can say that, you know, you, you do really well, you, you're able to navigate that and do that. And it's so genuine. Can you speak more to that and how other people might be able to, you know, cultivate those same type of core values and really live it out in real life? Well, first of all, I think you need to have a personal balance mm -hmm. in your life. 
as as opposed to just like, okay, I have home life, then I have my business life. It all kind of goes together. So you need to initially map out like what is your what is your home requirements and what is your business requirements, especially if you have kids. And then at the same time, you need to figure out what are your goals? Because some people like when I started in 2002, I mean, I would, you know, it was only me and another black girl, to be honest, in my class. And we're sitting there like the minority. And then it's like, if you needed help, you literally couldn't go to someone in your class. You had to wait around and go talk to the instructor in private. So I think that's where my attitude came from as far as wanting to help and we needing the help. And as a former spa director, spa owner, school owner, we only make, like right now, we only make up 5.1% of the industry and we still need help. We still need to get in the rooms. And I feel like you have to decide like what track you're on. Cause what I started doing is not what I'm doing now. So you have to figure out like what's most important. And Michelle, when I talked to you, I think it was last month, it was three partners that had felt ill, that had felt sick. And it was just the confirmation for me, like, okay, get off of social media on the weekend. Mm -hmm. And I still get on social media with one eye open, so to speak, <laughs> but I'm not on social media in on the weekends anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's just constantly trying to prioritize what's important, what's not important. For the most part, my partners are the most important. And then at the same time, it's the members. I'll give them enough information to go and try to find the information or the resource that they need. However, with the partners, I try to say, okay, try A, B, C, D. Right. And so for me, it still feels good. It still feels good helping. What I do now in the group is not what I did before. What I'm going to do next year in the group is not what I'm doing right now. And I don't know if I told you, Michelle, we partnered with Bronner Brothers. Oh, that's wonderful. Congratulations. We partner, we partner with Bronner Brothers. So technically it's like, okay, let's let's come from behind the group mm -hmm. and see if we can help more people or provide more resources for more people. That's mm -hmm. wonderful. I mean, Alina, how would you say that you are able to prioritize the things that you want to be successful in? Because that's that's one thing that, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like I'm always trying to find accountability for. You know, mm -hmm. so like, you know, when we are talking and having our conversations and, you know, trying to really live out the things that we're, you know, we're doing on the day to day, right. you know, it, it it's it's really harder or easier said than done. You sh you know how that saying is. Absolutely. And <laughs> yeah. And I think it can be overwhelming. It's kind of like, where do I start sometimes can be paralyzing, but just creating boundaries and getting like crystal clear on what my goal is. And for me, sometimes that's narrowing it down to, to a top three out of a list of eight things. I think biggest thing, get crystal clear with, with your goal. And I forget how the saying goes exactly, but if you can't, if you can't vision it, how do you expect it to, you know, flourish? Like if you can't vision your vision, there is no you have to see it before you see it. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. And another thing that I do is I keep a notebook. Mm -hmm. I write mm -hmm. down stuff every day that I want to work on. And then it gets to a point like, okay, if I didn't get to everything, is it worth me transferring it to the next day yeah. or not? Right. Yeah. But I'm telling you, Nichelle, thanks to that conversation I had with you and a couple other Estes, 
social media is a wrap on weekends. Like my daughter graduated from college. I'm like, what you want to do? You know, we go into the game, we hanging out and it feels good because I still feel like when I go back to the group on Monday, I got a lot more information to give them and I don't feel burnt out. I don't feel tired. I'm excited. That's really, that's really genuinely great, you know, because like, that's how you implement the things that you're trying to live out. I think that we can, you know, really be very granular and almost get into like a, a, a constant practice of, you know, how do we unplug? How do we actually, you know, just prioritize our mental health and, you know, just completely go off of social social media for a weekend so that you can have more of a work-life balance and you can come back refreshed and feeling like you have new innovative ideas. I'll, it's it's supposed to actually, you know, re, reinvigorate you and give you uh, a new lease on life. So I think that that's, you know, really how you start to do it is just by doing the things that, you know, are too much of a focus for you or something that's just taken on too much of your attention. And it's, you know, starting to become a little bit of an, of, of an obsession, right? So like mm -hmm. we all find ourselves in, in these, in these times where, you know, like things, you know, always have to be in moderation, but sometimes they can, you know, be a little bit out of, out of balance. Taking inventory of those things and being aware, I think is how you are successful. That's how you become the better CEO of your business. Um, that's how you become more honest and open with what your limits are. And, you know, that's how you just aren't going to burn out. So, you know, try to take heed um, to what somebody who's in the industry, who's been doing this for a long time and, you know, is able to change and pivot and innovate and, you know, be more than just behind the scenes when it comes to aesthetics. You know, we all want to kind of diversify and branch out. So these are the ways that you can continue to have longevity in your career. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then, you know, another thing, too. I firmly believe that our footsteps are ordered by the Lord. Mm -hmm. And as long as we don't quit, we're going to accomplish whatever desires that we have on our heart. So would you, you know, taking a minute to shut down and be like, okay, let me spend time with my husband. Let me spend time with my dogs. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Cause what's for you is for you. As long as you don't quit. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Nichelle, we talk a lot about habit stacking, right? Is that something you're familiar with Valerie? Um, no, I haven't heard of that. Habit stacking, like, I mean, for instance, your social media, cutting cutting that off on the weekends. That's a little habit that over time, okay. that's that's kind of filled your cup. Are there little things that you did early on or didn't do early on that you found to be just fulfilling and filled your cup and kept you going? Well, when I first started, I used to be... Um, I used to be a supervisor at Ford Motor Company where we built trucks. So when I first started, I was basically doing it part-time, right? Mm -hmm. And then it got to a point where our plant closed and I started doing it full-time. And it gets to a point where you want to be everything for everybody, do everything for everybody, go to this trade show, that trade show. Like it was, I mean, it was overwhelming if that makes sense. It was good because you learned stuff and, you know, it was exciting. But now I'm in a space where, like I tell Nichelle, like I don't really go live, which I know I need to. 
But at the same time, I still feel gratitude in what I'm pouring into my group. Mm. I don't have to have the biggest group. I don't have to be the loudest person in the room. And I, I'm good with that, if that makes any sense. Like, I can't even explain how good with that I am. Because it's like we're, we're continuously making strides in the industry. And it's like either you see us coming or you don't see us coming, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. And then at the same time, I don't need to be around everybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I, I I'm do. in a comfortable space. Yeah, I do. So like, I think what, you know, I hear you saying is that, you know, success is really different when you have come a long way in your career, you know, your freedom of time, the things that you can do with, you know, what you do every day, day in, day out is really valuable. And, you know, for someone who's just starting out, who's real eager about, you know, trying to establish their clientele, you know, gain a following on social media, those goals are going to be different. That success is going to look differently. And, um, you know, when you get to a point where, you know, you, you are content and you have the people around you that, you know, you feel you can build a community with, you can build a, uh, a safe space with. I think that that is a level of success that a lot of people don't really get to achieve, especially when it's, you know, the virtual kind of, you know, industry that we typically can sometimes be in. Because, you know, although we have these trade shows, we have these intermittent times where we see each other, a lot of the things that we do and interact with is really just, you know, virtual. It's online. So, you know, I, I think that it's something that we're we're learning all the time, you know, what success is and being taught like what that could mean differently for you. So like, it's never something that you really fully learn. It's, it's always evolving for you. And then, you know what too, because I'm way older, it's hard when you go on social media and you see somebody's funeral that you work with, or you see somebody passed away. Like it makes you want to be like, okay, I'm doing this, but what am what else am I gonna do? Like you need memories because you only get one family. You you know you get a, a a certain set of friends that you had your whole life that you can genuinely trust. So don't get me wrong, it's it's good to go hard with the business, go you know grind out. But then at the same time, you have to look like okay, tomorrow is not promised. So you need to yes. be in a happy space, mm -hmm. and that's my Shall goal is to stay in a happy space. It's such a unique perspective to hear from you, you know, like you said, you're a little bit older and been been doing it for some time. And so I just feel like that's really refreshing to hear. I'm almost 30. I, know you <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm just getting started. But, you know, I, I find myself thinking about that often, like what kind of legacy am I going to leave behind? What is my family going to look like? You know, and what kind of memories are we going to have? Um, and I just feel like that is such a huge piece of the pie to to happiness and um, just longevity. And then, you know, like back in the day, we had photo albums, right? right? So my daughter and my nieces were, you know, joking on me and my sister. They saw some pictures the other day. And basically, when I was born, I was born at like seven months. I was two pounds. So as I grew, like my head was really big. So I told my nieces, I was like, well, at least I grew into my head. But the irony of it is the fact that they were on FaceTime just laughing and joking about me and my sister. And I told my sister, I said, you know what? We need new pictures. 
we need more memories because they live in New Jersey. And my sister had cancer. So she's one year, um, she's a one year survivor. And I'm like, listen, we got to do better. Yeah. So you can have the best business, but if you don't have no memories, what is it all for? Like, I know I'm going to leave a legacy for my daughter, but if she don't have no memories of hanging out with her mom at the football game or, you know, getting our nails done, was it worth it? And that's just the space that I'm in. Yeah. Because that that is eventually, you know, what you want your everything to evolve into, right? So you have the opportunity to retire, to, you know, not do just work constantly for the rest of your life. So you're you're also creating memories and, you know, thinking about your future in in ways that you're, you know, setting things up now. So if you're someone who, you know, wants to do other stuff in the industry or, you know, just be someone who does this like as a part-time situation. I think, you know, just being honest about what you're, what you're capable of, what your limits are and, you know, just going from there and always keeping what's most important in the main thing, the main thing. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> but the funny part with me is like, Michelle, you know, I told you I'm in the e-commerce space. Mm -hmm. I'm in the Amazon reseller space. So like a lot of estheticians, how they feel when they first get in the industry or they in the industry for a minute and they're still learning. That's how I feel with Amazon. But the blessing is you get to make money while you sleep. It's a difference when your phone goes off and you got a booking for the next day or a couple days out versus when your phone goes off and you got to sell in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a big it's a big difference. It's a big it's a big difference. So I'll be I'll be pushing the Estes. Right. Let's get you some e-commerce, even if it's one product. Let's get you some e-commerce. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think I think it's important. You know, their clients are also going to be looking for things that are, you know, within, I guess, reason looking for something that they can also do at home. So it, it doesn't hurt you to have. But it don't even have to be just aesthetics. You right. know, all of us shop on Amazon. You can yeah. go. You could go on a wholesale account and get you some seasoning or get you some tampons mm. and have that sent to Amazon without you having to touch anything, without it even having to interfere with your aesthetics business mm -hmm. and sell it on there and just start reordering it, selling some more, reordering it and just start flipping the money. You could use it to grow your business or you could use it to save. For those who don't know, do you need to have like a certain amount of money to start something like that? What, with Amazon? Mm -hmm. No, ma'am. Mm. You can start off with $100. Like, literally, with my group, I gave them the information for the Amazon Black Business Accelerator Program. And Amazon gives you, like, $500. But if you're non-Black, you can get a personal account. It's free. Amazon will charge you a dollar for each item that you sell. If it gets to a point where you're selling over 40 items, uh, per month, then you need to get the professional account, which is $39.99. You find you one product, Alana, I'm telling you, it will make a big difference. And everybody and their mother know I sell prayer boxes on Amazon. But talking to another esthetician the other day, I found another item because I do sourcing too. So I found another item that I'm going to um, try to private label to sell on Amazon. So all you need, it has nothing to do with aesthetics. It's just that yeah. people buy it all day, every day. 
And why not you capitalize on it? Right. 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 I mean, that's what we, I've seen a lot of those uh, storefronts that are on, you know, people's links because like you said, we're all the time using products, you know, throughout the day. So mm-hmm. I mean, we just, we need to go ahead and put together like a class. This, yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. And you know, I have, I'm a, I have a class. I have an Amazon class, but the, the, the funny part is uh, during COVID um, when we were in the house, it was these two white guys I used to follow. And now they're 25. They have sales over a half a million a month. And literally, I used to do Clubhouse. So I started following the Amazon stuff on Clubhouse because, you know, we don't really talk about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm telling you, it could really make a dent in your business. If you need more money to help grow your business, turn your business into a spa, coaching and mentoring the school, whatever you whatever your heart desires that could literally help fund your business as opposed to going to take a loan. And then one thing I've been preaching in my group is you guys need to start applying for these grants. So I try to post two grants a week in the group so they can start applying for some free money. Cause when I started, I used my own money. I spent $120,000 of my own money to build out my spa. Who taught you how to seek these other revenues of you know what? It's a, a young lady. Her name is Giselle. She's from New York. One day her uh, post came down my feed. She needed some votes for a scholarship. So I literally posted her um, her thing in my Facebook group to try to get her some more votes. And then another um, celebrity hairstylist, she had asked me what I partnered with her for, for loans, you know, for business loans. And after I took a couple of the classes, I felt like it was uh, predatory lending. So mm-hmm. I started watching people that offer grants. I started doing YouTube on grants. And believe it or not, sometimes all they want is your business name, your business license, your biggest, your business bank account, and exactly what you need the money for. So mm-hmm. I told the girls, it's some AI sites that will help you fill out your grant. It's free money. Yeah. Between yeah, the grants incredible. and the pit, the pitching competitions, 2024, that's what PBE. And then prayerfully by the summer, my Amazon is going to help me offer some grants to, to my partners. Because there's one company called Topicals. They pay for advertising in my group. And when I went to do some research, she had an investment company that helped her start her, her company. But in the meantime, she was in Fearless Fund or either Black Girls Ventures giving like $500 a month away in grants. Wow. And oh, I said, okay, Holy Spirit, that's going to be professional Black estheticians. Next year, we're going to be giving away some money. That's mm-hmm. that's one of the goals that I had too. I, I remember the voter that Giselle uh, went through and the competition, and that really inspired me. I would love to be able to, to host and have a scholarship of that that amount mm-hmm. in the Skin Barrier Academy. It's it's a goal of mine. I think that, you know, it's it's something that I've definitely noticed and witnessed myself, you know, just the disparities and inequalities that are, you know, just amongst our the people in our industry and, you know, how yeah. there just is a lot more opportunities that are afforded. And I, I think that it's really important, you know, not only just for um socioeconomical statuses, but for people of gender, different de- genders and you know, all of those things that 
it's important that we're, you know, fueling the future of, of the industry. And, and I wish that I, I know that I wish that I had something like that when I was coming up, you know, when I was trying For to sure. build mm-hmm. a clientele and, you know, start a practice and, you know, just establish something in my community. And um, it's, it, I know that it could be a huge help for a lot of people who are just looking for the the handout. So we should be the, the ones to definitely reach back. So um, I'm right there with you on that idea, Valerie, because I think it's it's so important that, you know, funding is is really what holds a lot of people back when it comes to right. you know, the next level. And um, and it's really important to just really be able to make an impact. So yeah. thank you for sharing that resource. And we're we're all gonna be signing up for the class. So yeah. you know when when the next <laughs> when the next one is. Um, but are there any key takeaways that you want the listeners to just be able to take away from um, you know, making sure that they understand not only the parallels for personal growth and inclusivity, but how they can really like forge for their future when it comes to having more longevity? I think if anything, they need to have realistic goals, short-term and long-term, and don't try to follow what everybody else is doing. Create your own lane. Fear brings blessings. Fear takes you to the next level. So with me, I'm not in any other esthetician groups outside of the spa director in the buy and sell groups. So I pretty much keep on track to what I want to do. And like I said, it's ever evolving. But at the same time, just know some of the stuff that you see on social media, even though you see it with your eyes, it's it's not true. Mm -hmm. So don't feel bad because you're not at that level or you're not on the boat or you're not in Tulum. Like, don't feel bad. Just know, like I said, your footsteps are ordered and what's for you is going to be for you. And just don't quit. Whatever you do, don't quit. Because it's sometimes that I quit and it's like I could just be much further. But then at the same time, I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like I'm so blessed and I'm not where I want to be by no means. But we just have to keep going and keep growing. Yeah. Yeah. thank you so much Valerie you're welcome and don't don't not help another person or don't devalue another person because they don't look the way you you think they're supposed to look or have the clothes on you they you think they're supposed to have on you never know what people are going through behind closed doors so not saying you know be in everybody's business but if somebody reaches out to you for help help them help them inspire them like with my group if I see Michelle got something going on in her page and she didn't post it in the group i'm gonna post it in the group Mm. because the group is supposed to inspire inspire people and then at the same time know oh if she could do it, i could do it or if i need help maybe i could reach out to her so i'm always giving kudos to my partner whoever i see on social media if they got something going on i'm sharing it in the group and i'll be fussing at michelle and them for not sharing their stuff in the group (laughs) <laughs> and it's not that they're bragging, but sometimes you got to see it before you see it. Yeah. Not the way we see it in our spirit, but some people visually needs to see it. Absolutely. So very true. I, I believe in that saying that you guys have been talking about, you know, believing it before you see it and just making sure that, you know, you put the action behind it as well, because right. if, you, if you don't give up, you, you know, you have a better chance of getting to the desire that you're wanting to get to. So. Did you have anything that you would like to add, Alina? 
no, I'm just, I'm soaking it all in. <laughs> that was just, this was such, such a good one. Like, yeah. I, feel, I can feel that this was uh, one that's going to be really beneficial to the listeners. And thank you all for joining us today. Um, you know, please make sure that you stay in contact with Valerie, stay up with her, make sure that you're following along on uh, Instagram. Please let them know where they can, you know, stay in contact with you and, you know, find out more information about the uh, Professional Black Esthetician group. Well, we're on uh, Instagram as Professional Black Estheticians. On Facebook, we're only in the group called Professional Black Estheticians. And we also have a website. Follow us there. Reach out to me. I'm available. I got my partners available. Right, Nichelle? Yes. <laughs> yes. You can also reach out to me. I am Nichelle Mosley underscore the barrier queen. You can find me on Instagram or Queen City Beauty Group on Facebook. You guys can find me, Alina, um, just on Instagram at True Skin. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you, Valerie, for all of your all of your wisdom. Uh, Thank you for time. having me. Yeah. All right, y'all. We'll be back. <laughs>